0: Hello one and all and welcome to Behind the Glass. Now I have to kick things off with a big apology because it's been far too long since I recorded one of these episodes. I'm afraid with all the planning that is going on for Drive the World next year, I simply haven't found time to sit down and record a podcast. However, do not worry, the podcast is not over, it is not gone, it will feature throughout next year's Big Adventure. I'm currently working hard behind the scenes to find ways to sort of improve how I present and record these podcasts to ensure that we can keep them regular and routine next year. There are a few more episodes to come this year before I leave and today is one of those episodes. You may have seen that last week I headed to Lisbon, Portugal with BMW for the web summit and whilst I was there, BMW introduced me to Tom from The Tech Chap. He is a very interesting guy who runs a YouTube channel at a very similar size to me, just under 400,000 subscribers, but focused in and around tech. So we decided to sit down and have a chat about how automotive and tech seem to be continuously pushing themselves together. It was a really interesting chat that was filmed in the BMW stand at the Web Summit. So you're going to have to forgive me because there's a lot of background noise, especially at the beginning. It does quieten down a bit, um, but hopefully you can still hear what Tom and I are saying. I also have to apologise to Tom because I kick-started the entire podcast by calling his channel the wrong name. I introduced him as The Tech Guy instead of The Tech Chap, which was, it just shows how distracted I am at the moment with everything going on, but it's no excuse. I was incredibly unprofessional and very rude. So, Tom, if you're watching, apologies again. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Tom from The Tech Chap. Anyway, enough of my intro. Let's crack on with today's podcast. tech
2: chat that was awful (laughs) so I'm Tom from the tech chat this is Tom from the Tech great to Show. Be here, Sam.
0: Welcome to Behind the You've Glass. You've done your research. I will now spend the rest of the podcast telling you how amazing you <laughs> no, are I love and, it. it's and, great and to be here. And thank and you for having me on, dude. This I, is amazing. I really appreciate you coming and joining me because we are currently on the BMW stand here at the Web Summit in Lisbon and it's my first time ever at a tech conference so I feel like I need wow. you yeah. to guide me through this chaos.
2: This is my first time at Web Summit but I've done CES, MWC, IFA, Computex. So I've done a few. Incredible. But this is, this is good. This is like, a nice easy way
0: in it's not too hectic but it's still pretty cool it's the most overwhelming thing I've ever been <laughs> to my life what are you talking about I'll have to take you to Vegas for CEX okay well this conference for automotive people makes Geneva Motor Show look like a stroll in the park um, <laughs> but look before we get into uh, the sort of wide ranging topics we want to cover off today let's introduce you to uh, my audience and, and all of my listeners and viewers uh, tell us a little bit about yourself how you started your channel what it features etc sure well as Sam rightly said, uh, as the tech chap, <laughs> that's exactly. Don't ever say it's the tech guy because that would be wrong. It's yeah, the tech I'm very chap.
2: offensive So I've been doing it for about four years, uh, full time for one year. Uh, I used to work as a video producer at uh, Trusted Reviews uh, in the UK, so I was kind of they kind of elevated my level of video production and things like that. But now, f- since since last November, I've been doing it full time. I'm just about to hit four hundred thousand subs. So you and I have read like a couple the, of thousand between, which is amazing and great. Whoever gets to first... Bies no, who, the <laughs> <one in> <laughs> buys the
0: other one an i eight. Buys the other one a BMW i eight. No, no, because then you don't want to get to four hundred k first. Whoever the gets loser. their second buys an i eight.
2: It's, it's agreed it has to happen because we make that kind of money <laughs> yeah yeah that's YouTube hello no, so I do tech I do um, I mean a lot of the tech YouTubers just do one thing phones laptops I can't do a bit of everything it's okay. whatever I find interesting because uh, uh, it's my life
0: so like I may as well but how did it become your life Cause, because tech don't, forgive me is a little nerdy like were, were you were you always what? <laughs> Were you, hey, I'm the biggest nerd in this room. So were you always into sort of computers and phones and everything growing up?
2: And yeah. And it's just like, a natural interest? I remember building, a, a building PCs with my dad when I was like 10. And the first time we got like a, a LAN network with the original Deus Ex to work, like the first multiplayer experience we had on PC. It's just that sort of stuff like is in the blood. But uh, I mean, I didn't know I was going to do this. I did a law degree. And then that didn't work out. <laughs> So that's a lot of nope. money for me. Okay. No reason. Uh, but then yeah, after I finished uni, I was a bit not sure what to do. And then I just watched a lot of YouTube. I liked having, I liked trying to try and get the latest phones. So I think my first video was the LG G3 phone. Which is a terrible video. Do not watch it, even though it's still
0: live. But you'd like to see the difference in how you fight. It you'd is, come. it's interesting to see. Yeah, absolutely, those first initial videos when you're just kind of trying it out, yeah. aren't you? You're dipping your toe in the water. Awful. I mean, then, my whole first one was filmed on point of view because I was too embarrassed <laughs> to be on camera. I mean, that's a cool style anyway, but
2: each one I just try and make it less bad. And I think honestly, that's the best thing to aim for. If you're not embarrassed by your videos from six months ago, then you've not really progressed enough. That's the way I like to look at it. Well said But I love it. It's the best job in the world, as I'm sure yours is with cars. And I'm glad we're we're talking because like I do tech, you do cars, but there's such a crossover with
0: in-car tech and autonomous vehicles, electric cars. That's exactly it. And that's a big part of what we want to talk about today is this sort of ever- merging worlds of cars and tech and uh, because this is uh, predominantly a car focused podcast uh, let's go into a little bit of your, mm. your car history firstly personal car history and experiences uh, but then also stuff you've been doing on the tech chap um, that is automotive related so yeah personal history first what was your first car? Uh, I still drive my first car. Bravo.
2: Uh, it's a Ford Fiesta. Yes. Engine. Uh, it's one-litre turbo.
0: Okay, brilliant. So, You've like, got the you word get, turbo uh, in there, so you're it's happy. Pico boost, so you're happy.
2: Uh, it's in... Um, the colour is... The colour is... Um, <laughs> the co- I like to call it midnight champagne gold. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That sounds awful! But it's brown. It's brown. Uh, midnight champagne gold. Technically... Ford called it Fashion fashionista brown, ah, ah. and they discontinued it due to unpopularity. <laughs> and you ended up with it, brilliant. I hey, got a good deal on it. Make it your own. Make it my. Own. I don't have to see it. I'm in mean it. It's everyone else who suffers.
0: There you go. I, I, I really do not want to film that car, but um, I, I'm glad you enjoy it. So that's my personal car. Okay. Uh, I've had some
2: experience. Like I, I've done uh, work events with, with Jaguar and uh, BMW and Audi. So like I've had, I've played with some nice, nicer cars, and I'm very. I've just come back from a, a road trip and this road test and the uh, the Roadster i8. What did you think? That's your first time in the IA, right? Yeah, $150,000 car. I had a quick drive of it as well, and I was petrified. Do you not think it, it's like no other BMW when you get inside? Yeah, it feels like a hyper,
0: super futuristic car. Yes. It's not a traditional car. It's futuristic, and I love that. It's why the I models are my favourite BMWs, because when you step inside them, they feel not only futuristic for the whole automotive space, yeah. but especially for BMWs. They really do, and I love
2: that. I think for you as well, with tech, I just, that futuristic
0: stuff just gets me, I love yeah. I can see you I can see you salivating right? so yeah it was beautiful I want one okay well so let's do dream car quickly then uh, have you gotten all time and Whoa. where does the i8 rotor now fit in I mean it's pretty high up I mean <laughs> of all time I
2: always wanted a Pagani Zonda oh yes he's,
0: oh you're going to go down very well on this podcast
2: <laughs> I think very from Gran well. Turismo 4 originally or something Okay, but um, like when I first like okay, got <laughs> played it on the Playstation but like the quad exhaust just a stupid crazy insane styling like, of course, I've always wanted a, you know, a normal 3 Series or an, an, an Audi A4 or something like that. But, like, supercars, when I was growing up, I used to, I loved, uh, I had a Countach, a Countach. I'm a game okay, Countach on okay, my wall. Okay, okay, um, My brother wanted the
0: Diablo, but I was always a Countach. Countach, Countach, Countach. I maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm a Diablo man, so. You're, Diablo's a beautiful car. Yeah, it's just meaner, I think. It's got, it is. I just got,
2: I, I like modern shiny things, basically. So but, do I. But, I mean, over the years, it's changed, but uh, I... I love it. love the new DB10s. Yeah. Uh, uh, DB11. DB11. Sorry, yeah. Absolutely. Very
0: nice Grand Tour. No, no like DB11 was the
2: was the James Bond car. That's, so that's right. You, that's can, you can appreciate
0: way. that. Yeah, it's a beautiful car. A beautiful so.
2: car. <laughs> I mean, honestly, anything is better than my Fiesta.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, not don't knock the Midnight Champagne Fears. What was it? whatever. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you mentioned briefly that you have been doing some work now with some more, I guess, high end cars or prestige cars mm. and stuff, and and. I see that because there is this interesting crossover between tech and automotive, and so many launches I go on nowadays firstly have more tech journalists attending, but also tech plays a big role in those launches. Car makers are talking about how much tech are in these yeah. various cars. Now, as a as a petrol head, I never really like that term, but as a petrol head or a driving, like that, uh, yeah, a driving enthusiast. <laughs> um, I'm never that fast about sure. technology. Yeah. I, I'm impressed by, you know, mechanical technology, whether the car's going faster. Yeah. I'm not that fast about sat-navs. Like, I get that. Sing. Nor am I. Okay, well, but as a tech freak, I'm going to call you... I'm really... I, I'm doing well here, aren't I? We're going to be best friends put so nice. of this. <laughs> as a tech obsessive. A, <laughs> no? Okay. As a tech fan. Sure. <laughs> stop. to stop. As someone who knows yeah. about tech. Enthusiast. Uh... Are you impressed by this sort of new push for cars to have more tech in them? Or is it a bit of a gimmick? Like, is it actual technology? Mm. Like, what in what is being implemented which makes you go, now that is cool, like touchscreens. Sure. You know, stuff like that. It, it, talk to me. It's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think you've,
2: in some cases, until recently, it's all been terrible. Okay. In, in fact, okay. Like, <laughs> I, I'm ev- so glad you agree. Every manufacturer has their own system. <laughs> yes, finally we're getting a bit of... Um, sort of Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. like, But that's still Well, they only exciting. just
0: added Google Maps about two weeks ago, didn't right. they? But, so even,
2: but that is still better than most in-car sat maps. So historically, they're bad. So I'm first of all, great to see they're actually either putting some real effort into it, like BMW is, uh, or they're putting some good systems in. But it can go too far. Like the uh, Audi A8, where you have this double touchscreen system, and it becomes such a distraction from drivers and like I love a touch screen I love touchy stuff like I you say I'm a tech freak a <laughs> yes. but you can
1: go so too glad far you're running and if with it that.
2: takes if it's unsafe like you're literally getting distracted from the road um I, you know physical dials physical buttons there's, there's room for both uh so from an infotainment perspective yes I'd love to see good stuff I don't want it to go too far pure touch like even like when um, the model three the Tesla model three uh, I think they've
1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Dated it now, but originally to change the, the temperature, you had to like move your finger up and down across the screen to opt for the temperature across for where it's coming out. <laughs> then you have to do a spell and expel yeah, That's and, exactly yeah, right, yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> Expecto petroleum. <patrillion. laughs> <laughs> no petroleum. So, uh, so that, that's just too much. But yes. they're optimizing it. They're figuring it out, but um, that's entertainment. But at the same time, we're seeing lots of like, well, autonomous driving now. We're seeing AI in cars. We're seeing graphics cards. Companies like Nvidia putting GPUs in in cars. We're getting AI, deep learning. There's such a crossover
0: behind the scenes of tech in cars, which is so exciting. I think that's exactly it. On a on a consumer-facing level, um, sort of, you know, from the from this sort of skin upwards, no, that's not making a lot of sense, but it's creepy. What, what we see what we see as drivers yeah. um, I agree, it's getting a little bit too much, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of all these touch screens, yeah, I, but... I do find it very dangerous, yes. um, uh, distracting I'm often fiddling around, trying to find uh, how to, you know, put my heated seat on um, oh, ooh, and, showing off. <laughs> yeah, and not looking down the road which is always uh, a negative I'd have to yes. say, and also as again, uh, a driving enthusiast there's <laughs> that plug um, I <laughs> I just want to concentrate on driving. I don't want the wanna, experience. Yeah, the experience, yeah. you know, and I don't care about, uh, you know, doing the sort of bass increase on my sound system and, you know... Okay, so we're here on this BMW stand and they've just launched the BMW, the personal assistant, the mm-hmm. new intelligent personal assistant, which is essentially like a Siri or an Alexa yeah. for the car. It's now, really cool. Okay, so this is something that I think is incredibly useful. I agree. And something that has been missing from cars for a long time... Yeah. Because if you look at all this stuff that they're trying to implement into the infotainment system, instead of distracting us with touch screens, mm-hmm. why not just let us talk to the car? Absolutely. That surely is the Voice recognition is getting a
2: lot better. I mean, it is. You still have to say, hey BMW or something, and there's still a pause. Oh, I didn't quite catch that. It's in its infancy, but I completely agree.
0: A hands-off experience, smart speaker tech. Yeah, it's going to get better. I think it has to. And for me, as you say, it's in this embassy. Am I right in saying across the... I don't even think Siri and Alexa are that great. Am I wrong there? Sorry, is that controversial? I mean, it's not controversial. (laughs) I mean, they're they're amazing given where we were a few years ago, but you're right, they're still not there. There's still holes. And the problem is when you're driving a car along the road at 70 miles an hour, you get a ton of road noise, and it's even harder for the computer to pick up what you're saying. If you say,
2: call mum, and it calls
0: someone else, someone else awkward. Yeah, <laughs> can be be awkward you. you have to go along with it <laughs> so uh, I would like to see uh, a push mm. towards you know voice activated commands and controls rather than this sort of dependency on uh, on infotainment touch screens etc mm-hmm. but let's come on to the other point that you made a few moments ago which is the sort of beneath the skin stuff mm. the the why well, have I well, I've had a complete mind blank I got distracted by someone's trainers sorry uh, <laughs> the Artificial intelligence. Yes. Um, are you a fan of autonomous cars and autonomous driving as, as someone who's maybe not as much of a driving enthusiast? Uh, a driving
1: as enthusiast. I uh, Yeah.
2: Uh, so I've been lucky enough to drive the Model 3 and the Model S. Okay. Uh, and I've done autonomous driving with it the boom boom and then like it goes into. I mean, you just uh, release everything? But you can't release everything because you have to have your hands on the wheel or it tells you off. So you may as well drive. I it is cool (laughs) do you I love it but it's not why unless you're getting fully autonomous which you can I'm almost like especially if you're doing long motorway driving great but as you said earlier you don't. do you want tech to take away from that driving experience like when you've got 0-60 3.5 seconds on a Model S or something and just the experience of an electric car or any car why why would you want to sit in a passenger seat
0: I think yeah. there are times in our lives when we're in cars that autonomy would be fantastic. Sure. So stop traffic, stop traffic. Right. absolutely, yeah. and long motorway journeys, for sure. I query at the moment safety. I just I don't believe these systems, and the fact that 99% of the other cars on the road aren't going to be autonomous, mm-hmm. I think it's just a little bit of a scary thought. Yeah. Um, and also, yes, you still want to be able to... Take control and enjoy driving, right. and, and have that freedom of getting in a car and going wherever you like. I think you still a, have that, though. To be fair, it's an you, option. You do, but I think there's often pictures or visions of a future 20, 30 years in advance where. You don't even see steering wheels in cars, Right. you know. And is this the direction that we're going to end up going? And is is tech then become such a feature in automotive yep. that really the actual mechanical driving experience is going to be taken away from us? To some, I think there'll be
2: option. Like I worked with Volvo recently, who have this concept car of it's not so much replacing your normal car, but like you would get in it and re- replace short haul flights. It'd be a long distance a okay. commuter. Okay. And you'd call up a thing, and I'm sure maybe BMW have have their own similar ideas so uh, it's not going to replace your day-to-day car but like you'll get into a pod an autonomous vehicle pod with no steering wheel and And you'll off you you go
0: but then you can work you can sleep and you can look at the view which I hate flying because you can't see what's below you wait do you want a glass (laughs) no I definitely don't because I actually don't enjoy (laughs) planes that much these days but no. I like being on the ground because you get to really take in views so right. don't get me wrong if you were literally doing point A to point B in the fastest time possible yeah. and it's just on a motorway why not have autonomy but I don't like the idea of a world where steering wheels are taken away from us yeah. and the options are taken away from us and I do feel like a lot of the safety features mm. uh, you know technology uh, safety features are Starting to impede on the driving experience, and yes, you can turn them off, but so many cars I get into now with lane assist and yeah. heads up display, everything's and binging the bonging, everything's binging. You know, I've been in cars where brakes get applied for me, and <laughs> like, you know, not not, and I don't want that. Maybe you should drive a bit more safely, sir. yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving like a lunatic. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's my concern is sure. it's a world where you know, we're starting. I'm, I'm big for you know infotainment benefits i'm big for certain driving uh, improvements mm. but i don't want to lose actually being able to get in a car and drive yeah for enjoyment but i don't think you will lose that it's it's just
2: an option and but you, you do see every single manufacturer saying by 2020 2021 we're going to invest so heavily in autonomy in electric vehicles and that's a different kettle of fish you can have
0: a non-autonomous
2: electric car. Yes, absolutely. It's so still I mean, like a halfway house here, uh, uh, but
0: everyone's jumping on it. BMW as well, of course. So um, I don't know whether to to dip a toe into the electric conversation or not. I, at the minute, I have a little electric twizzy uh, in oh London, which is hilarious. It's a go kart. I mean, it's, it's tiny, um, and obviously here we're surrounded by i3s and yeah, i8s. I mean, soon you're going to buy me an i8. I, well, I fucking hope not. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, but I'm sort of really coming around towards the idea of electric vehicles in cities I okay. think I think it makes sense short commutes small businesses short commutes absolutely no, let, let's try and save this world that we're living on um, but also what's the need to drive around in a huge hunking VA or V6 or whatever in a city there's yeah. just no real need or point so why not go electric that that I'm a fan of But but I also miss the rumble of an engine and I miss you know power you and miss the, true... the, the, the the growl of it but also do you enjoy the talk of an electric car yeah uh, talk of electric car is pretty damn brilliant <laughs> the yeah. amount of times <laughs> i've been beaten off the lights in london oh, by an i3 killer right <laughs> so again let's just come back to you know the way that you are sort of being pulled into the automotive mm. world um in my mind i feel like a lot of car companies are reinventing themselves at the moment Going from that traditional sense of being a manufacturer and trying to become a brand. Yes. We're here now in a beautiful coffee house, yeah. <laughs> which is the BMW stand here at the Web Summit. I mean, we could be in Amsterdam or yeah. I mean, Shoreditch or somewhere super right. trendy. Yeah. And it is a part of that sort of you know that experience. You know, you want to be buying into a brand or a, a badge. I agree. More than just the cars. And so. Is it important how the car drives or feels do you think honestly i don't know if that is true i think Mm. people have a quick
2: test drive and be like yeah it's great of course it is but how much experience have they really got in trying other cars of course it's gonna be great if you're spending a whole bunch of money on a good car but i completely agree with you and i think it's like apple is considered more of a lifestyle brand than a tech brand uh and i think it could be considered a car companies want to go that way. BMW maybe want to be seen as a, as also like a lifestyle brand. You want to be part of that family, that community. Um, of course, they have the fantastic cars, but there's more to the badge than just the cc's
0: and the infotainment screen size it's it's about being part of that sort of family and, and, and in the world of social media that we, we unfortunately operate oh. in um, it's all about image and, and the way that you portray yourself mm. and people are desperate to portray themselves in a certain way and so if you can align yourself with a brand you know let's say you're really into your technology and, and electric vehicles BMW are trying to position themselves as the company the car to have because yeah. it fits that lifestyle image it does and I think that's interesting you know it, it goes away from you know losers like me who are like wow did it unsteer at 35 miles an hour that's all I care about that sounds just like you <laughs> it does but I'm not on camera that's my true <laughs> point um, and so yeah it's, a, it's an interesting shift but I would love to know your guys' thoughts. Please comment below and obviously tweet um, to Seen Through Glass. uh, Hashtag behind the glass. uh, And let me know what you think. Do you think the uh, technology is becoming too much in vehicles these days? And are you a fan of the push towards everything going a little bit electric? But more importantly, is it wrong to drive a brown Fiesta? (laughs) And can you get me to 400,000 subs before Tom? I think, I no, think we no, can. No, no, me, me first. It's a very expensive day for him. <laughs> um, anyway, I feel like uh, our coffees are probably waiting over at the very trendy bar over there But now. Far too fancy for us. Far too fancy for us. So uh, we're going to draw this uh, podcast to a close. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Tom, thank you so much thank for coming and so joining much. us. I really appreciate you having me on. I really appreciate you coming in and joining me. Of course, if you want to check out all the stuff that's Tom the is doing. The Tech Chat. The Tech Chap. Chap. Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, like and subscribe on YouTube. Like, It'd be great to have you know, collaborate more, and yeah, you guys just check my stuff out, and like. Well, I, I fi- love Sam's work. And- Future car launches, I feel like I need you to come along and sit in the seat next to me and go, no, don't listen to all that yeah. spiel they just told you. This right. isn't good. That <laughs> is. No, no. So yeah, maybe, sure. maybe Tom can come pull apart some infotainment systems. But yeah, give it a thumbs up if you've enjoyed it, and make sure to subscribe for plenty more videos to come.